Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hail cheaters! The Champions League final has has concluded. Uh, I am I am down the shore. I'm in Sea Isle City, Brandon, uh, which is south of uh, Atlantic City. Have you ever been here before? It's my first time, kind of on the Jersey Shore, to be honest. Yeah, you know, once I get to Atlantic City, I, I stop. I don't go any farther south because you know what <laughs> you know. Once once I see a blackjack table, uh, I'm I'm stopping. Doesn't get any better I'm not than that. Gonna move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of gambling, though, Josh. Speaking of gambling, mm-hmm. Pep Guardiola is the is the lord of all of the uh, people who have ever walked into a casino and placed a bad bet. Oh, um, God, you know it's funny. I have a ga- I have gambling stories for you in a second, but let's. Uh, yeah, what a joke, right? Yeah, but I, I, I guess before. Before we get into the negative with Pep and Manchester City, we have to extend a, a congratulations to Chelsea Football Club. And, you know, um, I support a team that's across the road at Craven Cottage. Um, we got to a European final once. And um, I will say, who's better, Josh? This is a great way to kick off the conversation. Who's better, mm-hmm. Thomas Tuchel or Roberto Di Matteo? Okay, I mean, the Di Matteo thing was crazy because, like, they were winning, like, miracle matches, right? Like, you know, that, 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 um, uh, the Barcelona game was crazy. Even the Bayern win, you know, where yes. they get the, like, last minute Drogba goal and then. Sure. Uh, there's Aguero was totally already- set up for his Drogba moment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I think, I think you watch this match and you just, like, it did not feel that way at all. It did not feel fluky. It felt like, Thomas Tuchel came in and basically turned them into a Champions League winning team. Like, there's no, yeah. you know, I, I think it's, just, it's such an interesting uh, uh, contrast with, with what we're seeing with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer this week, right? Which is just yeah. like everyone seems like there's a whole contingent of Man United supporters who seem kind of fine with him. And I'm just like, well, look at what Tuchel just did. Like, why not try to replace yeah. your B-plus manager with somebody who is better, you yeah. know, and just, and just right, see what right. he can do. So right, the the commentary around Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is is all about his passivity, and that's why he will never take that club anywhere. Is because he is probably one of the most passive managers to manage a team yeah. in the in the top four. And you know, while while Pep totally blew it today, you can't say that he was passive. He had an idea of what he wanted to sure. do. It turned out to be a pretty poor idea yeah. uh, all things considered don't, and don't play yeah his idea was uh, i'm not going to play defensive midfielders i'm going to play uh, my backup right back in kyle walker which is basically his role now that like Cancelo has yeah. become the, the starter uh and i'm going to uh play raheem sterling even though he's been out of form for an entire season like it, it's like the basically yeah. like he they, they, he weakened three positions going into this match yeah. and right. it, it really it really showed. So yeah, and, I and, George, and, George, by the way, I see George is joined. You're welcome to, to join us on this conversation. Yeah. 
George, I'm, uh, we're doing yeah. this at a very at a very funky time. So, um, you know, I, I don't think it's not going to be the customary, uh, you know, twenty thirty people that we normally have for these. Oh, shoot, I, I, sorry for those for those tuning in on the podcast. Um, we are inviting people to speak with us. So. Just just as an FYI for future uh, always cheating locker room sessions, join us on the locker room app for your iPhone, and uh, you you can talk with us as well, uh, George. I think I I think I just dropped you out of the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're 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 a little new at this, but I just going back to what you were saying, Josh, about. Um, the lineup changes that Pep made, the commentary would have led you to believe that Pep's idea was, I have one extra player now with no defensive midfielder to, to break down this Chelsea defense. And I mean, it took took an amazing, and to his, you know, to to be fair, I suppose it took an absolutely amazing pass from Mason Mount to, to break through. I mean, that was one of the, I mean, and now I don't know if this is like hyperbolic or not, but it feels like that's going to be one of the great passes in champions league history. Right. I mean, it was a beautiful, yeah. I, like it was just yeah. absolutely split the defense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Hobbard's really couldn't miss that pass. was so good. You know, <laughs> yeah. Really the pass, I don't want to take anything away from the pass because I think it was exceptional from Mount, but the the city defense was was at sixes and sevens there. Stones completely pulled out of position, and Zinchenko on the wrong side of Havertz to to defend in any way, shape, or form. So yeah. I, I, I think City's defense was was yeah. a bit poor there. And then um, Connor, I'll, I'll let you jump in here in a second, but I just wanted to say regarding Pep's tactics, yeah. if he thought he was going to break down that Chelsea defense with extra attackers. They could not control the ball in the midfield at all. They didn't have, but I mean, maybe one shot on target the entire time. So um, he, he he was really playing himself there. What do you think of the match, Connor? Um, well, I think uh, the second half, the the defensive play by Chelsea was immaculate. Like it was so good. Like they played. I think it was like the five four one actually with a counter attack from the midfield. And it yeah. was unbelievable from Chelsea. You know, they played they played unbelievable football. You know, they just made they just made everything happen there. Yeah, I mean that block from Ospilicueta, uh maybe seventy five minutes into the match, uh, was incredible. That one where that yeah. it was I, I can't remember who I think it might have been Mares who 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 did who yeah. crossed it and uh yeah, yeah I came like, in. Because I think I think you know, um, Man City they were good, but they didn't have like they didn't test the keeper enough. Like they had a lot of they had a lot of like balls like in, in like in, in yeah, the midfield, right? Like they, and, they yeah. go down the line, put yeah. it back. And, Connor, and Mendy's shaky they too. Down. And I was going to say the same thing, Josh. I mean, Connor, I wouldn't rate Edward Mendy among the top keepers in Europe. Um, and yeah, I totally agree. Just even if you're taking shots from 20 yards yeah. out, you've got De Bruyne with one of the best, you know, right foots in Europe, and they didn't take a single so shot. bad for him. Yeah, that was very sh- shades of uh, Mo Salah uh, yeah. uh, getting injured. Though I will say, uh, when Salah got injured in the Champions League final against Real Madrid, we do have. It made a massive difference. Uh, it it yeah. made a huge difference, but we also had Sergio Ramos to blame for that. That was a Cobra Kai esque foul, <laughs> and intentionally <laughs> so. Think, so. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, what did you think about that KDB situation? Well, I thought Rudiger. It, it was just a, it was a clumsy challenge yeah. on Rudiger. I think he was very clumsy though. Yeah. 
Yeah, that moment so, though where the referee pulled Rudiger up and gave him a. I mean, the referee yeah. that that is. I mean, I talked about the mount pass a minute ago, but I mean, I wonder if our takeaway from this match will actually be the refereeing performance. I mean, it has to be one of the all-time great refereeing performances. Agreed, <laughs> yeah. Incredible. I think because it was his handball shot when Harry's James is like it hit his body and then his head, and I just I just like you know, and they're all up in his face, and like I I don't know, yeah. like I just think. I think I think the I think the manager sorry not the manager oh my god the referee did very well <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean it's, I agree it's, Connor in the yeah. in the age of VAR you these, yeah. these referees are under all sorts of fire yeah, from, from so the players yeah. so the fact that like, he back, was exerting that confidence the, um, the game at Stanford Bridge between um, Chelsea and Barcelona there was like no VAR back then and you see like if there was VAR back then there, it might have been a way different scoreline it might have been like two three one Chelsea you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so who do you Gabriel support, George, Connor? Who, you guys who, want to jump on? By the way, feel, um, feel free me, I, to. Uh, I I don't support anyone in the Premier League. I support Bayern Munich. So okay, uh, okay. So so you're just you're you're. It's like you in if if we're talking about Top Chef, you came into this Champions League final with the with like having one immunity. You just won the UCL <laughs> yeah. final. You're just yeah. kind of there uh, having a laugh at. So because oh. I think well I think when we lost to uh, PSG I think we really were relying on um Robert Lewandowski Lever- uh, Robert yeah. I think we just yeah. miss him <laughs> I think we miss yeah. him yeah. I was though I, I guess totally as a Bayern <laughs> fan you you don't love to see Chelsea win the final because yeah, that was like Chelsea, <laughs> that was heartbreak for uh, Schweinsteiger uh, last time around when that Di Matteo squad. Beat Bayern Munich. Yeah, I don't really like Chelsea, but I don't really like Man City either. So, like, it was a bit of a yeah. It was a bit, it, it's, it's a bit of a lost loss if anyone won it really. But I, I would have preferred, yeah. preferred um, uh, Man City to win it. To be honest, the the ownership groups make that one a little tricky for for a neutral. Uh, what like what the right like uh, you know like political choices uh, to make in that situation. But it was uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought it was. I'm, oh, hey, hey, James, how's it going? Yeah, we've got, uh, yeah, always cheating legend, James Bishop, the Red Dagger, joining us. How do I speak? You're speaking you right spoke. now. Oh, okay. James, uh, red, red or dead, you're a Liverpool fan. What did you make of that match? It was absolutely awful. <laughs> what? Are, okay, that wrong. Terrifically boring. <laughs> uh, Pep, Pep is an idiot for not playing a proper lineup, and it, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that doesn't just, necessarily think, make the game boring. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm, I'm over this. I'm over this. Like non, I'm over the like, non-striker, like, yeah. non, the non-striker thing. Carry on, sorry guys. All right. No, I thought it was it was okay. I thought it was kind of a okay game. Not not great. I mean, listen, Liverpool Spurs was awful too. So, so there's a, there's a term there's there's a ahead. British term that I. Uh, I feel like I've, it's become popular. That like it's not caught on here in America yet, uh, which is uh, uh, sorry. Uh, you can you can. Uh, sorry. <laughs> there's there's a British term that hasn't really caught on in the U.S. yet called uh, shit housing. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I feel like that's like I, I felt like it was really epic, like shithousery for Chelsea the last thirty minutes of that match or so. A lot of uh, a lot of injuries. A lot of uh, sorry about that, guys. Oh, you're oh good, no! Don't Connor. worry about it. Uh, it's been a lot of, a lot of like taking one or two minutes, which, which you know, like I think is like totally fair and like what you see in Cup finals. But I also watched the Championship final earlier today, and I was like, okay, I, I need like a break from from shithousery for a day. <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's come back. Let's come back to the Championship Can you say one final. Thing about the substitutions for Man City. Yeah, go ahead, Connor. What yeah, because I think Gabby Hayes was a super substitution. You know, like there's Aguero on the bench. Like they brought him in like 75th minute. Like. 
way earlier, in my opinion. Way earlier, they should have brought him on. And I just think that, that that's what they were missing. They were missing a striker. That's what they were missing the whole game, a striker. They had good width, but it's just a roll in the middle. And that's what they need. And that's why they need Haaland. To be honest, That's yeah, Holland or or, or even Harry Kane. Kane. I I, yeah. I mean, it's it's more of a woo woo way of looking at it. But I think Pep yeah, trusts they, need, they they need that striker role. They they yeah, do. but that, 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 that's the point though. Like you 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 don't play a striker, and you wait all that time, and then you finally bring on the the the, <laughs> the, the greatest goal scorer for Manchester City ever, and you leave him on the bench. Till the seventy-something minute, it's crazy. You know? Pep, Pep yeah. trusts himself more than he actually trusts narrative. I feel like in a game like this, you know, whether it's the World Cup final or the UCL final, or I don't know, I, James James is James loves uh, football because of the, of Major League Soccer. So you know, you know, James, if you're watching the MLS <laughs> Cup final, you have to trust in narrative to a degree and. I brought it up before. You go back to Chelsea, Bayern Munich, and Drogba putting that corner kick in the last moment of the game and then having the last kick in that penalty kick shootout. This game just was screaming for Aguero. I really believe that. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah. Also, I had also, a feeling Fernandinho was going to do something at the end because like, it was his last appearance. Was it 350th game or something? But, you know... Three forty, I think. At the end. That would have been, yeah. been inspirational. Like That would have been so cool. I mean, sorry. Right, so let's also, talk about also, one other. I'm gonna I'm gonna also, jump over everybody here. All right, right. Uh, but I, I had a, I had a fun experience today because I'm in I'm in New Jersey and in New Jersey sports betting is legal. So I had a uh, is it? I had oh a my proper. God. I had a day of sports betting. I lost all of my bets across the board. I'm on like a. I, I had one bet last night that came through, which was who was going to get to ten points first, uh, the New York Knicks or the Atlanta Hawks. So I won that bet, and I was feeling good about things, and I've lost the seventeen bets I've placed since then. So um, it's been a it's been a wild ride doing this uh, FanDuel thing. Like uh, it's pretty fun, I have to say. Like, it, it, am I right by saying we're all from America? It's like just, just a put out there. Like, well, what states are you y'all y'all guys from? Because I'm from Wisconsin. Interesting. Uh, I'm from yeah. Michigan. Josh is from Michigan. James is uh, is from Merseyside, but he lives in California. So you're four for four oh, there, gosh. Connor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're about to get another American in on the conversation, a locker room always cheating legend, Andrew Searles, who is yeah. an, an American hailing from the shores of Spain. And yeah. Andrew, oh, talk to bio. us. Does he support Arsenal and, <laughs> Arsenal and Real Madrid? Are that, people is, just, that is me. Are, are they <laughs> flying these Caesar Aspilicueta flags in the streets now, Andrew? You know, um, I've I've heard that in all the local hospitals, every newborn child has been named Caesar uh, <laughs> or Dave. The last, yeah, Dave. Uh, so, Andrew, Andrew S. We finally meet. Yeah, very nice to to hear your voice and see your profile picture, Red Dagger. Well, thank you very much. Now, to Same bring a little you, b- to bring a little bit of, of the <coughs> locker room uh, lore into the podcast feed, Andrew is our chief drinker of alcohol. So, Andrew, while you're watching the UCL final, what are you drinking? Well, you know, I uh, something that's going to take a twist on this um, huh? that a I did not have alcohol while I was watching. Oh, I wow. had. Um, I was here in Spain. I thought about going to a tapas bar, but I, you know, I said this is this is a very English game, and I live in, um, as I've said before, the Florida of Europe. There's tons of English people, 
So I was like, I'm going to go to an English bar to watch this game. And, uh, and there's this very nice old man named Tony who's like probably 80-something and is a big Arsenal fan. So we get along. We've watched some games before. He's kind of like the uh, soccer-loving granddad that I never had. And, uh, and he was having a cup of tea. So I was like, give me what Tony's having. So uh, hey, Andrew, how, are you doing? how are you doing today? Me? <laughs> Yeah, how you doing? Oh, I had, I, I had a I had a great day. I had um some of my some of my students threw me a goodbye party actually. Oh, so wow! I got yeah, wow. I like how Con- Connor is functioning as the bartender you wish you had. Andrew is just kind of asking <laughs> how you right. doing, looking after you. I want. Uh, to I just have to say, I think I'm a little bit too young for that. I want to go back to this low stake. I want to go back to this low stakes uh, sports gambling for a minute because. I uh, am so glad I did not have this when I was younger. Um, it's apparently it's coming to New York soon, and I, I had a great time doing it today. But I really would have uh, it, it would have been awful uh, had I had this when I was a kid. Um, there was it's way too like I, I was betting on everything. I, I threw I tossed in some late bets. I I had Ben Chilwell at eleven to one. I had Elkai Gundogan on board. I had I had both teams to were score in a, in a Man City. Were you result. in a casino? Great. No, uh, in, in New Jersey, they, you could just you could just pull up an app and just bet. And like, if you're in the if you're in the region, like if you're if you're in New Jersey, um, then you can just bet no matter what part of the country you're from. Oh, that's awesome. Josh, have you seen Uncut Gems? I have. That's how I thought. Yeah, I felt like uh, Adam Sandler today. I mean, granted, I was betting like three dollars on all of these results, but it was still. Uh, right. It was still, it was still it, you know, I didn't. I didn't. I, you know, I, I'm still feeling it. Although James uh, Bishop, I have to tell you, I did buy the uh, the infamous uh, Eames chair that I have been talking about. So I. Nice. I, Good man. Yeah. I wait, just so like, wait, is James Red Dagger? Am I representing that? Yes, yes that's, that's right. right. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay, okay. Josh, did, did you did you get a, a new one or a used one? I got a used one, but it's from it's from Design Within Reach originally. It's uh, like three years That's old. Fine. Yep. Yeah. yeah. How, so. much you get, how much did you get it for? Uh, I, I, I love these not say. Like native native oh. advertisements now baked into the locker room <laughs> sessions. No, no, no. no that's not, that's not, did you did you get the Ottoman as well? Uh, I did. I got the Ottoman. I got the whole the whole Eames Eames lounge chair set. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this, so James, I will not tell you what I paid for it. I will DM you later <laughs> and tell you <laughs> what I spent. I, w- I will say, just so you know, like anything, anything less than about three grand, then you scored. Yep, yeah. Well, let's, guys, let's what do you mean there. is on the conference league? The conference league. Yeah, what do you think about it? Small, very small. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> I, I I hate it. I just don't like it. I think it's stupid. Like I think like it's, it's like even for teams like I don't support them. Like teams for Arsenal, they don't need it. They don't. They don't. I, let's bring it back to the Champions League final uh, for oh. for just one moment, and then I want to move on to the uh, Championship playoffs, oh, the championship. And, then, and, and then and then we can talk <laughs> a little bit about what that means for the Premier League, but. Josh, I'll throw it to you first, and then everyone in the room, you can chime in. I want to know what you think Pep's starting 11 should have been. Who was on the pitch wow. that shouldn't have been? I mean, obviously, the easy answer there is Raheem Sterling should should not have been nowhere near the starting 11. Yeah. What about well, a player I, like Bernardo Silva, who didn't yeah. impact the game at all? 
I mean, Silva's interesting because he's one of those players that when he's functioning well, he kind of can be a little anonymous. Like, I don't think that's necessarily a ding on him. Um, I probably would have gone with the – I'm not sure they needed to start with the forward, but I, I, I think I might have gone with that KDB in the in the kind of striker role, like the you know the kind of yeah. false nine role. I think I think they're really good when they play that way with sort of KDB <clears throat> as the false nine, Foden on the left, Mars on the right, and then you have Gundogan and Fernandinho behind – um, and I just feel like that would have, that might've made a little more sense. I, I don't know. I, I, it's just, yeah. I, I don't know why they didn't go with a defensive midfielder. I mean, you could tell like almost immediately that it wasn't working because Timo Werner, I mean, Timo Werner, you know, God love him. Like the guy can't, you know, convert a chance, but like he, he got so many in that first half and you were like, it was just so clear yeah. to me. You're like he should have made a switch like 25 minutes of that match. Like that's how clear it was. Yeah, I, I really agree. And, and I think the problem for players like Bernardo Silva was they were just asked to do too much running. And I think Silva is so better employed far on the right or far on the left and uh, having less defensive responsibilities with no DM. And Gundogan, I think, as we've seen in the Premier League season, has been so effective. Um, yeah, a has. little bit farther forward, right? So, Connor, Connor, what do you think? Who are the who are the? Give me two players on that field. Was there? What could you make a case to get Bernardo Silva still into that starting eleven? I oh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, I think Gundogan. He's been like he was so good in the Premier League this season. To be honest. Um, like, I don't know, because they're, they're going to need refreshments in the summer, I think. But yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one to say. It's a tough one to say. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, uh, James, Red Dagger, uh, as a, we've adopted you as an American now that you, you live in the greater Los Angeles area. Are you just brimming with pride now that we have an American Champions League winner? Like, like Captain America, right? You're just, you're just out there with your, your sparklers and your fireworks and your American flag in your front yard, right? Absolutely. I, I, I'll, I'll make a bet right now with anyone that the USA wins the World Cup before England does. <laughs> That's such an English thing to say. <laughs> you have so some of the best you, players in the world. Do you want to talk about the championship or anything? Did you say championship? Yeah, let's talk about the championship. Yeah, so, first of all, before, before, before um, go on. you start, um, my dad, he actually supports Queen's Park Rangers, just letting you guys know. So okay. I actually do – I know a lot about that club actually. So 
Well, I'm a Fulham supporter, Connor, so you can just get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> you support Fulham? Well, Fulham are a bunch of tea and crumpets team, man. <laughs> well, you know, you're not wrong. I would call us more wine-drinking geography teachers, but, you know, that's it's all a matter of perspective. Uh, we still have... No, but I think... Honestly, this is my opinion now. I think QPR, QPR like, during... The 2020, what, the 2021 half of this season, I think they're the best team because they went from 19th to 9th and they had a great run of form. But that's yeah. all from the signings during, um, that's all from the signings during, uh, January where they signed. Well, they didn't sign, they loaned. They got, um, Chris Willick, Joe Willick's brother. They got Charlie Austin. They got, um, DeVries. I think DeVries, I don't know. I don't really know. But they really did. Bring the team alive, and that's what they needed. And if yeah. they kind of keep these players, they will kind of be going around that same area next season. So maybe that tenth to sixth opportunity, and maybe they're lucky playoffs. But you'll we'll, like the future will tell, as I said. But I'm just really happy because you know Brentford. I'm happy they got up because Ivan Tony. He sees one of the best strikers. Yeah, I was I was happy for like, I was happy for Brentford to get up too. Uh, Andrew, what like, do you I think? I felt like Champions? if he didn't go, I, I felt like if Brentford didn't go up. And if Ivan Tony leaves, I feel like he's going to go to West Ham because I kind of feel like he fits into that team. Like I think, I think, I think him up front, I think that worked perfectly for them. Yeah. Well, yeah, Brentford has created quite a pipeline of their best players into the Premier League. Now they get just get to bring their cut-rate players into the Premier League. I, I'd set Brentford for a West Brom-style performance next season, but yeah. but we'll see. But I hope we, I hope we shall see. I hope they stay up. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Andrew. Do you have any uh, any thoughts on the Pep lineup for the the, man, the, the Champions League final? Uh, yeah, I, I th- well, you know, there's one player. If there's any player on City who um, this year had, was was topping the charts for um, looking lively, it was the the Portuguese fullback Jao Cancelo, and uh, I, you know, like Kyle Walker and Zinchenko are both obviously good, but. Uh, I, I was certainly expecting Cancelo to get get a run out. So, but I, I don't know. I mean, this this city squad uh, would have made sense to have a striker. We've all said, but they just haven't played with one for so much of the season. So, I have odd. a controversial opinion, Andrew. I think Joe Cancelo has had perhaps the most overrated season of anyone in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, but his, uh, yeah. Okay, let's wait. Who was that again? Who did you say he was overrated? Joe Cancelo for City. Joe Cancelo. I don't know because they they have they have Kyle Walker, Yamsel. You know, I think he did, he did have a good season, but I think usually, yeah, I think he's just a little bit overhyped, man. Yeah, Connor's got my back here. I know <laughs> yeah. who's ha- who's going to have a hot take. It's going to be Steve. Point, listen. It's going to be Steven. Go on, Josh. Oh, no, I think it was Andrew talking, but yeah, I, oh, uh, Andrew. Sorry, no, that was that's me. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> this is very, this is very confusing. But the, the point is this, right? The, the point is this: Cancelo and Fernandinho have been playing the majority of the season, and then you bench them for the for the final. Yeah, explain to me yeah. how that makes any sense. And it, what we're not talking about is the goal itself was a was a long chip from Mount right through the yeah. middle of the city defense, and nobody was there, and Havertz scores. Yeah, it's an unsettled back four, and they got completely owned by, by that one pass. And that that it's was an, the game right there. Yeah. It's an unsettled team entirely uh, insofar as Pep 
Pep was able to roll that Premier League because he had such a deep squad and he could constantly rotate. And everyone is good enough to be all of these Premier League mid-table teams. But when you get to the Champions League final, suddenly you don't have a settled team. You don't have a settled rhythm. He has to come up with some sort of, quote, genius way to play Chelsea. But when it comes down to it, he doesn't actually have any sort of um, ingrained mentality into 11 players where I think that team ought to have had and then just steamroll that final. So I, 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 think I completely, that was, completely agree with you. Like, how often does Zinchenko play? How many, how many games did he play? Four, not five. often enough, and I think he's one of their better fullbacks. Sure. Uh, and I know he's he's basically kind of a midfielder by trade from Ukraine, but I think he made some really wonderful tackles during that match, but going forward... Kyle Walker and Zinchenko had terrible matches. Exactly. All right, hey Brandon, I'm, I'm sorry to do this, but I'm actually on. I'm on a family vacation right now, so I, I got to jump off uh, this call. So I will. Uh, I will see everybody later. And uh, hey, bye, Josh. Good. Yeah, nice, nice talking to everybody. And um, uh, I'll talk to you all right, all soon. All right, bye. Away. Well, we we don't need Josh when we've got Paul Parsons joining the the speakers bureau <laughs> here. Paul, what was your take on the Champions League final today? I just wanted to agree with uh, Mr. Dagger. Actually, I thought the um, yeah that ball through for for uh, Havertz doesn't happen with Fernandinho on the field. Um, yeah, and uh, really, really surprised with that lineup. I think um, that uh, was almost a bit of a lack of respect from um, from Pep for Chelsea's attacking um, capacity. Yeah. Kind of felt like he was going to be on the front foot the whole time. And um, yeah, just a, another case of out thinking, outsmarting. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt, but I'm going to have to go now. Um, uh, bye, guys. Honor, thanks for Sorry. thanks for joining the conversation. Yeah, um, uh, anytime, man. Um, I really do appreciate my time to speak. Thank. You. All right, all right. Peace Take out. care. Yeah, Paul. Uh, uh, great points. And then with Pep, I I hate that Pep has outsmarted himself once again uh, because I wanted City to win this Champions League final much in the way. I was really glad that the Boston Red Sox won the World Series in what was that the summer of 2003 or 2002, where I was like, thank goodness the Red Sox finally won the World Series so we can finally stop talking about how the Sox need to win this series. I am really tired of the narrative of how Pep needs to take this Man City club to a Champions League trophy. I wish they would have gotten it done today so that we could just move on from that narrative. Almost so we could just move on from Manchester City altogether. Um, because I think this whole uh, oil-run club has sort of run its course. And now with all of our favorite players like Aguero moving on, and Fernandinho is probably not long for this club. I think that we're ready for a new dynasty. So... I, I just really wish we could have gotten to that milestone so we all could have moved on. I mean, is everyone else sick of this Pep City narrative? Yeah, no, I mean, it certainly is. It's the same story every year, and it's interesting. I feel like Tuchel really has his number. Um, he He's now beaten Pep all three times with yeah. Chelsea uh, in, the, in the FA Cup and then in the league a few weeks ago and now tonight. So um, it'll be interesting to see if Pep can sort of figure out a way next year, at least to even get a win past Tuchel. Andrew, you've provided us with a sublime segue because I want to talk about next season in the premier league. 
James, you're a Liverpool fan. Andrew, you're an Arsenal fan. Paul, who are, who do you support? Uh, unfortunately, okay. So, Paul, feel free to say <laughs> feel free to sit this one out as I will as a, a Fulham supporter. But I do think it's gonna it's shaping up to be a really compar- compelling narrative for the Premier League next season. Chelsea have now the summer to kind of get their house in order and and. I mean, I don't know who they need to buy. It's just sort of getting everyone on the same page. And now that they're Champions League winners, what more do you need to do? City still have uh, all the money in the world. And then James, Liverpool are have to be completely buoyed by their late season run now back in the top four. I mean, do you think Liverpool have a, have a chance of challenging for the title next season? I think... Uh... Uh, no, obviously we we signed that one guy yesterday. I forget his name. The guy from Red Bull, sure, a central defender, center back. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, to be honest with you, it's it's one of those things where like both Chelsea and Man City can afford to buy either Holland or Kane, and either either one of those teams buys either one of those players, they're going to win the league. Simple as that. Yeah. I yeah. Think. Right. Right. And then and I think Man- I think. Where does Manchester yeah, United yeah, listen, land listen, and all that, though, James? They can't afford to buy those players. You know, they 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 basically their fans will talk the talk, yeah. like they can buy Jaden Sancho or they can buy Harry Kane, but at the end of the day, history shows that they can't. Right. So, so I mean, I'm not know, sure. I'm not sure about that. They paid an ungodly amount of money for Alexis Sanchez. So uh, if anyone's going to make Harry a stupid transfer, yes, exactly. Like if anyone's going to make a stupid uh, overpriced transfer decision, it's going to be Manchester United. Uh, I want to welcome Stephen. Yeah, but listen, the, but listen, uh, like, yeah, go on. Uh, like go on, Holland and Kane are going to go for 150 million, easy. Like, I mean, I don't I, think Manchester United can go there. You know, Kane has three years they're, they're left on his contract. I don't. I, I feel like this this hype train for a Kane move is is um, is, is maybe a little uh, um, overhyped. I guess I should say. I'll be surprised if if somebody actually does come in with that kind of money. Steve, Stephen, welcome to the group. I want to know hey. what you thought of the Champions League match today. I, I thought uh, Chelsea had has their number and, and showed it today. I think Pep out tried to outsmart himself. First half was all Chelsea. Um, they tried to get on the front foot second half, uh, Man City, but um, Chelsea's defense is just too good. Yeah. It really was an incredible performance by the Chelsea defense. And beyond their organization, it was like they were so close to every City player. The moment a City attacker received oh, the yeah. ball, there was a player on them. Oh, I, I, They tried to get through um, Chelsea out wide, but they were like glued to them. Yeah, right. Yeah, we haven't mentioned Reese James once yet oh, this uh, show. Great. He had one of the best performances, right? Oh, he was great. And, you know, and, and uh, Sterling's quick, and James was right there with him. There was one time he almost beat him, but James was able to stay, stick with him. Yeah, quite a showing for, for English players, yeah, oh. particularly the fullbacks with James and Chilwell. Chilwell sort of creates that uh, pass for the, the, the space. Mount moves into the space. Chilwell is far enough up the pitch to receive the ball, lay it off right. to, to Mount to make that happen. I mean, England won the Champions League final today. Yeah. Uh, they really – more than America? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. was, I was so hoping that Pulisic was able to convert on uh, that late, chance late in the game. Not great. because – 
I mean, I'm, I am not going to be the USA fanboy on this show who is like, oh, you know, we really needed that or something. But I take a certain amount of delight in the absolute, like, overblown nature of the media here in America where – I think it was a, a friend of ours of the show, L. Hardy, on her Twitter said, I'm really looking for, to, forward to the halftime coverage of this match ah. to where they the commentary will spin it to Kai Havertz, colleague of Christian Pulisic, who is uh, yeah. an American, scores winning goal. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, I don't know how many notifications I got with like, what does Zach Steffen being in the Champions League finals mean for USA? Yes, <laughs> it's a, Americans go, and American is going to win the Champions League today. You know, those yeah. are the two people. It is kind of sad though that it wasn't Zach Stefan because I feel like America built our house of soccer on the backs of goalkeepers. So it was really Stefan's trophy to win, and he blew it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. He, if he had started it in goal, maybe they, it would have been a different story. Hundred percent Stefan's fault today. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, exactly. there's one, there's he would have saved that. I, I got in late, so I don't know if anybody talked about this, but um, you, you look at Tuchel and what a mess is PSG that, yeah. he, you know, he couldn't get those guys going because they don't want to get going. Then he comes to Chelsea and he's got some players that want to work and you see yeah. what happens. It's it's true, and you look at Pochettino, who goes to PSG oh. as well. Pochettino, one of the best managers in the world, and right. you know he's he's struggling with that squad as well. Right. And you do wonder if it's. I feel like if if we're all in the like professional class, we've all worked at companies where you're just like mm, from the top down, this is ju- just not working. So I don't know if the ownership of PSG is just a little too distant to make that club actually sing. I think it's a culture, um, and that the owner has come in and he tried to put his foot down with Neymar. That didn't last long. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, Europe belongs to Villarreal and Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Etienne Capu and Christian Pulisic now hold the two greatest trophies that Europe has to offer. Uh, so I, I think that is the perspective that we needed after this long and arduous club season. So I, I think that's as good a place as any to leave it. I, I do want to thank everyone for their contributions in the in the uh, locker room session here. If you're listening on the podcast feed, you can find a locker room app available on the iPhone app store. Join me and Josh here on a weekly basis where we're going to be doing chats all summer through the Euros. Yeah, so if you guys are watching the Euros and you want to come pop by and chat about what's going on, Always Cheating is going to be here. So uh, I do have a question. Yeah, go on, Stephen. What do you got? Is there any way you can – like when you posted on Twitter that you're going to be on the locker room, um, it's pretty quick. So I don't know if there's we get some a little bit uh, more lead time on that. I love the way you think, Stephen. Yeah, I, 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 maybe we can endeavor to to give you more of a heads up. It's sort of like when we start the locker room, the locker room begins. But <laughs> right, right. Uh, but we, but, but if you follow us on Twitter at Hail Cheaters, we'll definitely post. You know, usually an hour in advance. This is right. when we plan to be on. So, yeah. um, you know, maybe set up those push notifications. Okay, good. Thanks. Right on. Yeah. All right, gang. Take right, care. Take it easy. Brandon, Brandon yeah, one, one other, like, you know, unrelated thing. But uh, 
congrats on you to you guys for getting i mean this is like ad talk but you know glad to know that you whenever you're suffering through a fulham game you reach for a chorus light like that, <laughs> that, that, yeah. that feels like that feels like a big time ad like that's pretty cool that you guys got that Thank you, Andrew. You know, I, I don't like to talk about business, but we do love our sponsors. And uh, yeah, it's great to see the podcast growing and us us getting love from these big brands who have, you know, quality yeah. products. And, and it's it's great. Yeah, we, we yeah, love, love to, see to see it. Love to see the podcast grow, and we would love to see Coors Light serving you on the beautiful sunny shores of Malaga, Spain. Maybe you know, if if you want to reach out to them, uh, they can, you know, for one of these uh, <laughs> locker room recordings, I can always beautiful. come on and say, oh, you know, when I'm watching the Premier League, I reach for a nice cold <laughs> Coors Light. Sometimes you just need to chill out, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the beer made to chill. There you go. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, man. Poku Bye-bye. forever. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.